Welcome. You are listening to Readers and Writers with your hosts, James Hill and Athena Paris. I'm Amy Ravi Chandran, and today we're talking about reviews. So I'm curious, what do you guys do if you if someone leaves you, let's just say a bad review, right? What is that? Do you take it with a grain of salt? You know, because I'm sure that that is every author's hurdle and fear is like, what if someone leaves me a one-star review? Like that would be mine. That would be my my biggest fear. So in the theory that that happens, what do you guys do? What are your recommendations for it? Athena, how about you? Because I know what I would do. I hunt the guy down. And, no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I would never respond you know. to bad or good reviews. A good review, you can say, thank you. A bad review, let it go. How about you, Athena? Yeah. Yes, that is basically what you're supposed to do. Don't let it... Uh, um, you know, bother you too much because you have to measure it. Um, is everything, is every review that you get bad or is it one review that's bad? How can one bad review um, influence you to just lose your marbles because one person didn't like you? You know, writing right from the beginning that not everybody's going to like your work. So if that one person who doesn't like your work happens to pick up your, your work and then gives you a bad review, a review, then it's like, but I saw that coming, you know, that was coming, obviously. So why actually sometimes it's like, why do they even bother uh, to, uh, to go over your work if they know they don't like it or whatever. But anyway, so it's all, it also depends. Sometimes reviews are misleading because what are they reviewing? Because I've seen bad reviews and it had nothing to do with the content that was being reviewed. So you freak out that you're getting a one-star review. And then when you actually check the review, but they're not even talking about your story. You know, it's it's got something else to do with oh the pages were not set right. It's yeah. like the, it had nothing to do with the story. It it was some other little dilemma that they went through when they picked up your book. And it's like it's not saying anything bad about your writing or whatever. It's so don't take it personally. You well, you're not supposed different to. reviews. Now there are reviews that are done by professional reviewers where you are sending your story for like a contest or something like that. And they're gonna review you, not just on the contents of your story, but they're also gonna view, review it on the layout, the book cover, you know, the font, you know, the story mm -hmm. itself, yeah. you know, did they like the type of subject that you pick? All that kind of stuff will come, will come but that's a professional review of the story of your book as it pertains to you being in this contest, you know, because all of that's going to matter if you're going up against other books in a contest. Like you put your book up for a horror contest and your book is not horror, you know, <laughs> so you're going to lose out on that contest because you wrote a mystery, but yet you stuck it into a horror contest. So right there, you're going to get a bad review on the content or on the theme or something like that because it didn't match what the contest was for. Now, if you're getting just reviews from readers, you know, again, if someone gives you a review, I hate romances, 
and I'm going to review this romance, you can take that with a grain of salt because they don't like romances. So why would they like yours? You know, uh, I did get a bad reviews on one book and I won't tell you which one, but I rewrote the book and changed the book because everybody had the same review. Now, I thought it was a marvelous idea to write this book in that fashion. <laughs> and Athena knows what book I'm talking about. And I thought it was a marvelous idea. And I thought it was going to challenge the reader. Well, guess what I found out? Readers don't like to be challenged. <laughs> so I wound up going back and I reworked the book a little bit because there, the bet. The reviews were, I thought the story was great, but the writer drove me crazy. <laughs> so I went back and said, okay, yeah, they didn't like the way I wrote the story. And I wrote it that way on purpose. But, you know, then you got to say, well, do I stand by my gun to say, no, that's why I want my story read. And that's the way it's going to be. Or do I go ahead and change it and make it a little bit more palatable for people to actually enjoy the story? So, but as far as responding to a bad review, don't, because you're just yelling in the wind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. all you have to care about is that they spelled your name right. <laughs> what they see doesn't matter, you know. But anyway, a review is basically they examining your work. That's what it, uh, a review means. So they're examining your work and they're going to say, this is what I thought about the characters. This is what I thought about the plot line. This is what I think about uh, the, the, the writer's style, let's say. Somebody's got the very lyrical ways of writing and some, a reviewer will say, I couldn't stand it. Everything, it sounded like there were flowers growing on each page. And somebody else will say, oh, it was so beautiful. It, it touched my heart. So who are you going to think is the correct one? It, the one person likes clinical and the other person likes lyrical. So you have to take it as it comes, you know. And a, a review is just a guide for uh, other readers to know uh, what kind of thing you could they could be getting and you can make your own decision oh okay they didn't like it but it still sounds interesting to me so I'll read it um, and yeah. because there are books that are worldwide well known and loved and you will find a group of people who say oh I hate it I hate it. I can't stand that book. You know, I, I don't like this. I don't like that. Oh, the plot, it drove me insane, that character. Oh, no, I can't stand it. So, but the world likes it. And they made movies. And it's fantastic. And, but that one person just cannot stand that thing. Yeah, a bad review could be a good thing. Now, we all, now we've been talking about bad reviews because, you know, you got a good review, mm -hmm. you're going to be just dancing around the room. So, you know, you get a mm -hmm. five-star review, you're telling mm -hmm. everybody. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, when you say reviews, it's always the bad review that people have problems with. But you got to look yeah. at it, too, like Athena was saying, a bad review could be a good thing because, because that person didn't like it. And he point, And if you're a good reviewer, you will say what you didn't like about the, the book. You didn't like the story, didn't like the plot, you didn't like the character, 
this character was so evil, you know, I just couldn't wrap my head around him. And he turns out to be the good guy in the story, you know, something like that, you know. He was such a horrible person, but he was a but he was the protagonist, you know. And so somebody reads that bad review and they might say, you know what, I want to read that book because I want to see how bad was this protagonist that you know this guy hated him, you know. How how bad was the plot? Well, the plot, you know, if you get a review that said the plot didn't make any sense, you know, okay, well, maybe he didn't understand what you were writing. Somebody else will read that and say, I want to read it and want to see for myself what did it make sense? You know, it sounds like a straight up story. Why would the guy be so confused? So you could take a bad review sometimes could bring you more readers because of the fact that they want to see what the guy didn't like about the story and would they feel the same? So, yeah. Well, but I, as a reviewer, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was saying, like, as you know, a consumer and a reader and a reviewer, I always go and look, like, even if I'm just buying something, I don't know, on Amazon, I go and look at all the bad reviews first before. Like, that's how I make my judgment if I want to buy it. Because if some of the bad reviews are just like, even if it's a book, if it's just like, oh, you know, this was, says that it's a romance and it's not. And it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Or like the grammar in this book was bad. Okay, well, I can oversee that. Like, that doesn't matter. Or, you know, I thought this was going to be a thriller book. It turns out it's not. And it's like, okay, you just didn't research the genre kind of thing. I can get all like over those. But if it's something like there's plot holes and stuff, then it's like, well, maybe, you know, like, but I will, I'll make a judgment because that's the first thing I go to. I don't go read all the good reviews. I go and read all the bad reviews and then see like how many bad reviews are versus good ones. And then I'll be like, okay, this is like the, I don't know, the collection of, or the summary of what the bad reviews were like they all have in common. And then I'll go read like the latest review and see like what the difference is. And then I make like my decision, but I don't know, maybe I'm weird, but I go, I go and read all the bad reviews. Cause sometimes, you know, cause if you're reviewing things, you tend to only leave a review if it's bad, you know, like, I don't yes. like on a product, you know? So that's why I always go read them first. Well, that's why you'll see a lot more bad reviews than you will see good. Because yeah. if some, if somebody liked the story, they're not going to say, unless they start liking you as the author, then they'll start leaving you good reviews, but you might get a couple of good reviews if people find out, find your story exceptionally well, then you might get a couple, but you're going to get a lot more bad review because people like to complain first off. And, you know, so, but what I really look at when I look at a review is I don't want the reviewer to tell me the story. I want people to tell me what the story felt like to them, how they reacted to the story. I don't want you to tell me what the story is. I don't want, I don't want you to, because I can read the story myself. I want to read the story myself. I don't want you to give away the story. You can tell me what the plot is or what the theme is. You know, the guy, he goes off into the mountain. You know, he's trying to escape uh, uh, life. He finds out that, you know, life follows him to the mountains, that kind of thing. You know, fine. Don't tell me everything that happens. Don't tell me, you know, how the guy lost his girlfriend and now he, you know, found another girl and he's about to lose her too and all this kind. Of, yeah, don't tell me that. That's to me is not a review. That to me is just you trying to tell me the story, 
review the story, tell me what you think about the story. Tell me what you think about the writing. Uh, I don't like bad grammar. I'm terrible at grammar and I can see it when other people write it badly. So I do not really like bad grammar. I don't like plot holes, like you say, you know, that would get me. If someone writes a story and they write in the circle or they write a plot hole to where they just either throw in an ending that did not fit the story or they went off on a tangent and never came back to it, you know, mm -hmm. or they contradict themselves. And that's the worst thing that to me that a author can do. You contradict yourself. I still have problems with Star Wars. <laughs> oh. and, and we are way, way down that rabbit hole. But, you know, I still have problems with Star Wars. And I heard something very funny the other day. Uh, they was asking the director or something about Star Wars. And they said, you know, there's that scene when Darth Vader is about to blow up Luke Skywalker's ship. He's flying in the suit. You see him. He got him locked in on the target. He fired a couple of shots. And then the, the Millennium Falcon shoots him and he go flying off. So what happened to his shots <laughs> that he fired at? What's that? And that's what they asked him. They asked him how it saw one. So what happened to the shots that he fired at Luke? And he said, well, you can go look it up on gogetyourselfalife.com. <laughs> no. The director said. And then the director came back later and said, you know, I was sorry I made that comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. And that, there were plot holes. There, sometimes there are plot holes and everything. And yeah. Sometimes you just can't fix them and you just got to spackle over the plot hole and just go on with your story. But you figured out, you know what? There's no way to fix that story. So I'm just going to have to live with it. And yeah. I go on from there. Because I gather from what the guy was saying and I thought about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I seen the scene, I said, oh, yeah, he did actually fire on him. So how come Lucas is dead? <laughs> how did he manage to get his shot off? True. And it's like, okay. And yeah, you don't go back and tell that. You don't go back and say, well, because he had the force, his aim was off and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you could go back and justify it somehow, but it's better just to let it go. <laughs> yeah. No, I could see that. I could see that for sure. But speaking of plot holes and things like that, we don't want to leave any plot holes because this is the last episode of this season. So when can we expect to see readers and writers come back for the next season? Uh, late in the fall, coming into the winter, we'll do a winter season at time. The seasons have shifted sometime because of the work world that we have. Right. So we're coming up to the fall now. We're gonna be putting out some books uh, this fall for the fall season. We have Christmas and all that kind of stuff coming up. So you probably won't see us back for a couple of weeks. I would say probably what, two months, three months, Athena? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I guess you could look for us around December, maybe January, when yeah. the new season come up. Another 13 weeks, another 13 episodes. Yeah. And Close to the new year. I like it. Rock Hill has some exciting new books coming out and just exciting things happening. So I'm grateful to be a part of it and I can't wait. But you guys have been listening to Readers and Writers and we're signing off for this season, but we'll catch you all next season. Bye everybody. Bye.